Howdy, this is Lachlan. And this is Angus Mackay. And welcome to Denver to Down Under, a small detour here today. Uh, Frank is still in America and thus unavailable due to uh, time zone restrictions and me getting uh, delayed at my, my work, unfortunately. And uh, I've brought on Angus, a return guest, to, to talk about today's topic. Hell yeah. When can I get uh, upgraded to occasional co-host? Yeah, I think probably around the five episode mark is probably <laughs> right. when you get like uh, the co-host tag. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll be waiting. <laughs> uh, so for those of you just tuning in, Denver to Down Under is a podcast where we contrast and compare our experiences growing up in order to become better friends. And uh, that's exactly what we'll be doing today, Angus. Um, we'll be uh, uh, exploring our childhood and uh, thinking about all the fun times that happened then, uh, particularly relating to uh, the Tooth Fairy and uh, dental-related adventures. <laughs> yeah, I um, I suggested this topic earlier on because uh, not, not two hours ago, uh, my dad promised me that he would pay for my dental bills because I was helping him uh, move a pallet of... Uh, pellets, so a pallet full of pellets, which is fun alliteration. Uh, and using the hand trolley thing, it smacked up and hit me in the face so hard that I was like, uh, just dizzy for a while. And then I looked in my mouth, uh, sorry, I like spat something out of my mouth, and it was just shards of tooth. So <laughs> I'm currently talking with uh, quite a pretty heavily severe, a severely chipped front tooth, and it's um, it's feeling pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I bet it feels terrible. Yeah, so I think this is a good enough excuse to take the day off tomorrow, just lounge around, uh, and maybe make a trip to the dentist at some point. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so how how has uh, the tooth life been for you, Lachlan? What uh, what was your first tooth fairy experience, and how did you deal with it? Well, the the kind of tale I have to bring today is uh, just kind of a general story about how the tooth fairy operated for me uh, when I when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I have a, a particularly vivid memory of having a small jar next to me. It was kind of almost like a specimen jar, that kind of like plastic with like a plastic lid. Yep. And it, ha- it was filled with water and it had glitter in it. <laughs> and, I, and I would put the tooth in the jar with with the water and the glitter and then in the morning it would it would transform into a dollar coin. Oh hell yeah. So the tooth fairy was a little bit more stringent with you. She actually required you to uh put the extra effort into keeping it safe in the glitter water. Yeah. Well she would she would extract the tooth from the glitter water and then uh transmogrify it in, into the dollar coin because the dollar coin was still in the jar when I when I woke up like <laughs> As, as far as I'm aware, like there was there was a transformation process that went on that turned uh, you know X tooth into money. <laughs> hey, that's a pretty good deal. How much did your uh, tooth fairy leave you? Really? What's the going uh, rate? I think it was always a dollar coin, as far as I'm aware. Okay, okay, okay. I, I also I also uh, exchanged written correspondence with her as well. I remember including <laughs> notes and stuff. Um, I uh, I recall I. I, when packing, when we moved to Canberra, I found the jar and it had uh, a note in it that I'd written to the tooth fairy, um, just like kind of thanking her for her work or, or something along those lines. 
That's uh, that's really polite of you. I uh, I definitely uh, before so I, I'm I'm curious, right? Because everyone seems to have a different going rate for their teeth, which makes me think that there's like an actual tooth economy in uh, whatever the tooth fairy goes off and does her thing. And if there's like a whole tooth economy, that means that their different teeth are worth different prices. Because I know that I got paid fifty cents for my teeth, and then wow. when I got a little bit older, it like bounced up it was very it was fluctuated a lot depending on the tooth and sometimes it would go even up to five dollars which was pretty wild wow that is pretty wild yeah no i've definitely heard heard tales of people getting different rates for the their teeth and and um uh i think it's definitely related to socioeconomic class (laughs) i think i think that may play a pretty large role in the the kind of going rate for your for your teeth yeah 100 percent. like do you think the um the tooth fairy like looks down on you if you uh, if you're you know middle lower or lower uh, lower class in the socioeconomic bracket, and uh, so she pays you less. Well, I think uh, she just operates from a from a kind of almost like anarcho capitalist kind of standpoint, where um, <laughs> she respects the class system and doesn't want to upset it. <laughs> she wants to keep the balance perfect, right? Yeah, yeah, she wants she wants to keep that capitalism machine in motion. Where if she, if she just handed out you know ten dollar notes willy nilly to every child, like you know this this kid has never had ten bucks in his life. What is it meant to do? You know? Yeah, and also the rich kids get upset because they didn't get enough money. Like it seems it seems like it would uh, disrupt the balance of the world. Yeah, you definitely want to, don't want to rock the boat when dealing with the the tooth <laughs> tooth economy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could definitely see that. I um I figured out a really really great cuz I'm cuz I'm slowly phasing out all of all of it, all of it. I'm like I don't we don't really do Santa in my house um for Ollie. So like obviously um when we're talking about childhood experiences, I have a little bit more fresher ones where I'm building experiences for my sons, but uh for for Ollie like Santa doesn't come to dad's house he comes to mom's house and like that's fine and that's their own business but santa doesn't come to mine like i will give him his presents and like you know he'll get presents from his family and stuff but like really really trying to break down because i because i personally i have a problem with santa i think that uh it's like like heaven and hell for kids because if you're like bad you don't get the materialistic good but if you're good then you're then you will get you know you'll be bathed in riches yeah uh, it's very you, weird, right? You, you want to instill a, a value system where you're doing good things, not for a reward. You're doing things, good things, because you know it's it's the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, building up a moral compass that isn't uh, revolving around whether or not I'm going to get a present this year. Um, and I figured it out for the tooth fairy as well because last year I I did the tooth fairy thing. I like wrote him a note and I like put a glitter on it and it was very cute and everything, you know, it's still up on the fridge. It's very, it's very cute. But, um, this year I, he lost a tooth and he lost another one. And then eventually I was like, I will like, can I buy your tooth off you? And he's like, why? And I'm like, Oh, like, I don't know. I just want to undercut the tooth fairy. Like, like, let me pay you for your teeth. And he was like, all right, 20 bucks. <laughs> wow. I, was, I was never more proud that he, uh, he saw that there was a uh, demand and he was, uh, and he had the supply. So he was, uh, we had to haggle over the price, but we settled on, um, we settled on $3. So, well, he, he really, he really, uh, lost that, lost that bargaining chip. <laughs> he really came down, came down a lot there. Oh, uh, look, I, um, when, when you're the one who's holding all the money, 
<laughs> you could kind yeah. of uh, I'd be like, well, you could just keep the tooth or I can give you money for it because like, I'm going to tell the tooth fairy not to come. So yeah. <laughs> eventually I'm more than happy to pay him for his teeth. I think that's like the happy medium. Like you're not going to take away presents just because you don't want to do Santa, but like you still like everyone else is getting money for their teeth. I think that's like a happy medium where you're just like, I'll give you money for your teeth. Don't ask about why. <laughs> I just want them. <laughs> and now I'm definitely in the market for some more teeth. So hopefully, <laughs> I, I, I feel like that that's going to lead to some super super interesting like playground experiences, <laughs> where like he tells his friends, uh, "My my dad just buys my teeth," and then like the the you know they tell their parents that like you know Ollie's dad just buys his teeth, and they're just like. <laughs> Man, that that Angus, I don't know about him. <laughs> What's he doing with all those teeth? Yeah, I um, you gonna buy our children's teeth. <laughs> I really want to believe that uh, the rumor will go around that I'm the tooth fairy, and that's like the ultimate, uh, like Van Hala. That'll be the ultimate experience. Yeah, that's actually that's actually a much much better result. <laughs> there was a really cool um, This American Life episode that I listened to quite some time ago, and I was talking about like what kid, you know, kids say the Donda's things types of episode, but it was, um, they were talking about the tooth fairy. And then, uh, one of the kids like caught their dad, like doing the tooth fairy bit, like in the middle of the night. And then she was like, came to the conclusion for whatever reason that her dad was fairy. And then she would like tell her friends and then, you know, you'd come, you know, they were talking about how the kid would like come home, like really like, you know, smarmy looking, like just have that <laughs> shit-eating grin on their face. And then parents would be like, what's so funny? And the kids would be like, I know who the tooth fairy is. And then the parent would be like, oh yeah, who's the tooth fairy? It's like, <laughs> you know, Sophie's dad. <laughs> like, like, yeah, you got it. Sophie's dad is the tooth fairy. You so nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So that's, that's the ultimate dream for me is to uh, steal the throne rightly from uh, the tooth fairy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> when I was a kid, I didn't actually get the Tooth Fairy experience because for whatever fucking reason, pardon my French, but for whatever reason, I didn't lose my teeth. Um, I didn't lose my baby teeth until I was like quite old. Like I was uh, seven when I lost my first tooth. Wow. And yeah, it was it was pretty wild. They all fell out after that. Like they just, they just got to the point where they were just like, oh, I'm out of here. And they all just fell out. But because I was like kind of too old for it, my parents just like were like, whatever, here's some money. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess that's probably where I got it from. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely have a vivid memory of um uh sinking my teeth into a into a roll-up. Yeah. Uh, like a cheery, cheery fruit snack and oh, uh hell yeah. and then not even really noticing that I'd lost a tooth into it. Mm. And then biting down and like uh, like feeling a crunch as I was like biting into my own tooth. Oh God, it sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> it's the same thing. Uh, yeah. biting into a biting into a fork by accident. That's oh, uh, yeah. that's like my worst nightmare. Just like oh, accidentally yeah. biting it, and it's just like the most jarring feeling you've ever had in your life. Yeah, because like your your jaw is just like so powerful, and like <laughs> you just bite through it. Yeah, just <laughs> bang, off off we go. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever um I think I've only like partially chipped a tooth, maybe like doing doing just that. Like yeah. biting into a fork. And like um yeah, I'm pretty sure it was my one of my one of my front teeth. I, I got a little chip. 
that way <laughs> yeah it's uh it can be pretty rough that's for sure oh dear i have a um i have a frank question for you well uh we'll get we'll get frank to um edit this out <laughs> so it appears in the correct area of the, no, uh, of the I, podcast. I, I, I like i i was i was gonna say um uh we can we can like have a question at the end uh to ruminate on to think about you know come back to you next week and just kind of like inspire us in our in our lives <laughs> well that's that's perfect because i think frank will really enjoy this and hopefully it might um if anyone goes to tweet at you to help with some suggestions, that'd be fantastic. But uh, my partner has been overseas for in America, actually, for um, quite some time now, like nearly five months. And yeah. I haven't sent her one care package. Oh, no. And I know, I know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bad boyfriend, but um, I think I need to send one soon. So you, and also, I guess, Frank, when he comes back and the people at home, what like what pinnacle thing should I put in a box and send to Sophie so that she remembers her life in Australia? I mean, the the obvious uh, uh, thing is 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 something like Tim Tams or you know Vegemite, that kind of like that kind of like food that is a uh, is a quintessential experience of of being in Australia and like yeah. Australian cuisine. Um, I think also something like pretty like kitsch, like, uh, one of those, you know, those little koalas that like clip onto things. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like a brush yeah. clip or yeah. like a peg. <laughs> yeah. 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 Basically. Yeah. I, uh, I like it. I think, I think they actually sell Tim Tams in America now, right? Yeah, well, like most, I mean, like globalization and all, you can pretty much get every everything everywhere. I did, yeah, sure. um, I did uh, notice the other night when I was watching the latest episode of The Good Place. Mm. Um, one of one of the I one of the new series. There's new season. Yeah, it's very good. One of the characters oh. like makes uh, a chili, and they put M and M's, and they put peeps in the in in the chili. Yeah. And uh, it, it's set in Australia, and I'm like, I was like, you just you can't buy peeps here. It's not a thing. Like, yeah. you just get marshmallows and put them in the shape of a uh, uh, little bird, right? Yeah, but like peeps are like a, a a specific American candy that like you can't you can't like I I they don't exist here. Like you can't buy them here. And like this was like a like a they made like a point to reference them, and I was just like. You know, uh, I don't know if you've seen like the controversy around this new season with like the accents. No, what's up with the accents? So it's set in Australia, and everyone's accent is just fucking atrocious. Oh yes, just to- <laughs> super, just super bad, and like, uh, it's so bad that like, I, I, I mean, my my personal theory is like it's a plot point. Yeah, right. It's, it's just it's, it just it's the bad place, right? <laughs> <laughs> they they just couldn't colossally fuck up that much. Yeah. That that um and every single Australian character like like mess up that much that that the accent would be bad that that bad. Yeah. Like yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Once once you once you like watch it, you'll uh you'll get a sense for just how atrocious these accents are. <laughs> I'm worried that uh, it'll just remind me of when you get a, a legally pirated movie for like thailand and uh it's filmed inside the cinema and yeah, the sound yeah. quality is yeah. like so bad but you just end up getting used to it yeah or what just if like I... the 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 dubbing is just like so bad or the subbing is just so bad that the person is just like translated names and and stuff phonetically 
<laughs> and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for. No, I haven't I haven't watched the um the most recent episode of The Good Place yet. I'll have to watch it while I'm playing um uh Stardew Valley because I've accidentally built up these like connection between the two where I can't think because like I would just always watch because I just Stardew Valley just came out and Good Place came out at a similar time. So I was like Oh really well. It's coming out on iOS soon. Like uh like mobile mobile game. Yeah, so Lockie, did you have any uh types of memories that were connected to other types of memories like that? Yeah, I definitely do. Like I definitely, I mean, every, everyone associates like certain songs with, with, uh, different memories and, and certainly smells and tastes, um, with, with different memories. Um, I definitely associate like spaghetti bolognese with my, like the taste, the taste of that with, with my mom. Cause, um, it would be the, the dish I would always request for her to make because I'm, I'm a fiend for the the carbs and the Italian <laughs> food. Hell yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, we've definitely talked about uh, dental adventures for a long time. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I think we'll skip uh, mail-in memories for this week, as it, as it, we're kind of doing a, a, a Demeter down at under destinations detour, whatever, whatever. Uh, uh, alternate episode title this is going to be um i think i think the best episode title uh, we've had this episode is definitely um tooth economy yeah yeah uh, tooth economy is sure. important <laughs> yeah um if you if if anything in this in this episode has kind of stirred up uh, a memory within you uh, and you want to share it with us to see if you can you can join in the the uh tooth related fun uh, you can do so by tweeting at us at Down Undercast on Twitter. Uh, you can also email um, your mail-in memories to downundercast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me directly, you can do so at Young Cardinals. And uh, if anyone wants to at you, uh, uh, Angus, where can they do it? They can do it at uh, twitter.com underscore wait. <laughs> well, <laughs> something. Well. Dude underscore this guy. I'm sure there's a thing there. All right, great. Um, thank you so much for for joining us this week, and thank you to Angus for for stepping in last minute. And My absolute pleasure. It is it has been a, a delight talking to you, and uh, we'll catch you all later. Sounds great. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.